Garbage is Served is a not-safe-for-work podcast addressing controversial topics in the U.S., like baby boomer fragility and abstinence-only education that are guaranteed to ruin your family dinners. Each episode focuses on some of your family's regrettable misconceptions that your hosts, Jesse and Keeley, take to task. Hey, we're back. We're back. And it is Sunday, April 12th. This is quarantine update number four. On day nine million and twelve. Oh, shit. So, I mean, this is the fourth weekend that we've, we're doing this. And I want to say that we both started staying home from all of our social plans, at least, long before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, we're pretty lonely. Is that what this is? <laughs> Since that rings true for me. I also want to offer up the context that in the past few weeks, we have been recording these quarantine updates while it's usually like first thing in the morning on Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> right. And we are like at right. our literal worst and we're both hyped up on coffee and just like depressed about the world. So we decided that this next one we were going to record as like normal people in the evening enjoying some drinks. What are you drinking? I am drinking uh, some Chardonnay right now. Mm, you fancy bitch. Yeah. What about you? I made a Manhattan light on the sweet vermouth. <laughs> yeah. No. No, never again. Jesus Christ. I don't know which one of us had the idea of recording Saturday morning. It was a bad, maybe not our best idea. No. But it was compounded for me because I don't have access to a coffee maker. I haven't had coffee since this all started and that's a long time. You know, you say that to me every week and I forget and I'm imagining that you're consuming the same amount of coffee as I am, which we've been making cold brew, so I have not been using a coffee maker either. But all of that to say, you and I are both cheery with our drinks right now and I think we're recording at a better time for our respective circadian rhythms. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. And I've had a pretty decent weekend, probably better than the past several weekends. I'm just in a better mood. I worked out both mornings which I've been doing but I just feel like I'm getting the hang of this a little bit more and caught up with some friends in Madison that I was supposed to be visiting this weekend but I'm obviously not we live tweeted a movie last night oh we did I, I almost said what movie but I was with you yeah you well we were yeah with with each other on the internet and we live tweeted the shit out of the movie the 2011 hit classic Fright Night with <laughs> Colin Farrell, Anton uh, Yelchin, is that his name? The guy from Doctor Who, David Tennant. Oh yeah, Barty Crouch Jr. and the villain from Jessica Jones. He was a really effective and terrifying villain in that season. He was pretty awful, yeah. Eli had to stop watching that series because of that. It is a difficult show to watch at times. I still like it, but yeah, we're getting way off track. So your weekend's been really great, or it's been not terrible? It's been fine, yeah. And today I talked to another good friend of mine. We played some trivia and stuff. Ooh, is that your house party trivia? Is that what you're talking about yes. or no? Yeah, the trivia on there is like pretty terrible, but it's fun. Depending on the trivia, I get a little anxious. The questions repeat fairly often, so even if you're bad, at first, you'll eventually just learn the answers. Cheat the system. <laughs> Cheat the system. What I get nervous about is reading the text quickly enough to answer. That's a surprising element of the game that could be stressful. I didn't think about that. Now you can stress out about it too. <laughs> I know. I've been doing Wordscape every day, I think, since <laughs> last week when you introduced it to me. At least twice a day I've been playing Wordscape. And it's been pretty soothing, but recently I've been getting more frustrated when I can't finish a board. 
I had to delete the game Fishdom because I couldn't get past level like 57 or something like really absurd. And I was just like, fuck this. I'm done. And I downloaded Dig This instead. And now I'm stuck on a level of Dig This. And I'm really, these aren't real problems. <laughs> they are, but they kind of feed into this idea I have that I'm a little bit more prickly during shelter in place. Like I'm not super mean. My hackles go up a little bit easier. I also feel like playing shitty games on your phone for hours on end and then getting stuck on certain levels is actually a terrible experience. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It's, even though they have the most soothing music or like <laughs> calming backdrop of I don't know the desert or rainforest those are two drastically different places and one of them is way more stressful than the the other so anyways besides wordscape this weekend I think I'm doing okay as well for the most part and I tried a new cookie recipe Friday night and I browned butter and I put it in dark chocolate and pecan cookies and they are delicious oh wait I think it was yesterday yeah What did I do Friday night? Friday night, Jesse, is the night Eli and I, we had, starting Thursday, we we were making dough for pizza, and we ate it Friday night, and we watched Star Wars. It was nice. You made your own dough. I need the recipe. I want to know more about this. If I've not told you about this pizza, then I have been doing an injustice to our You're friendship. You're a bad friend, yeah. I, it's so good, and we've made it once a week for the past, I don't know, six weeks. Where have I been? I don't know. It's so damn good. I will send you the recipe after this. Do you have a, do you have a cast iron skillet? No. Well, then you can't make it. <laughs> I do want to quickly add in right here that Patreons at our $5 level will also get the recipe for the pizza dough. Yep, that's exactly right. I'll share the pitch. You have to prove that you have a cast iron skillet at home. If you don't send a photo with you holding up today's newspaper, then sorry. And you have to include the name of your cast iron skillet. If not, I'm not interested. What's your cast iron skillet's name, by the way? Doris. Mm-hmm. Right? Doesn't that seem appropriate? No. Okay. How are your animals doing? They're bratty. I don't know. They're the same. They've like adjusted to quarantine by being way too much. <laughs> Keely is showing me uh, Bruce right now. <laughs> he's a little snuggle in my lap. He seems like he's been so good. When we were dancing a couple days ago, I saw him in your video. It was also his dinner time. And so I think he was waiting for me to feed him. And so he was just watching kind of impatiently, but at least he wasn't attacking my legs. I also want to say that I'm proud of you a lot of the times because you do lots of cool stuff. But one of my favorite things you've ever done is to record you dancing with your cat. <laughs> the choreography we learned during the dance class. I feel like my head is going to weird places and things that I wouldn't have shared on the internet previously. I'm now, oh, I'm definitely posting that everywhere I can. Hashtag this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We still only have three listeners, though. I haven't listened to this most recent episode. My plan was to do it before we recorded today, but I got stuck in a romance novel that's really terrible, and I didn't. I mean, you do you. I do want you to listen to it so that you can tell me if there's anything in there that still needs to be edited out, but it's, you know, nobody, like, listens to it, so I'm not really concerned. Because that one was a really weird episode Mm -hmm. because I didn't really follow instructions, and I just brought a book of porn for us to talk about. Oh, wait, did I? Is that what I did? I don't remember. It was wild. You had some articles about a focus on the family 
like writer who advises people on their relationships. And then I brought the Playboy advisor, which to your oh, credit, that was I you. did get from your house. <laughs> yeah. All right. At a porn party. So I was reflecting on that party recently. It was for my husband's 32nd birthday. We had a Halloween party with costumes. Everyone had had too much to drink. No, I remember exactly what happened. You and Eli were talking about how you're moving to Kansas City soon okay. and how Eli had once interned at Playboy and had a box of pornography from that time and you two were like we've been meeting to unload this on our friends for years here's the box of pornography everyone had at it have at it and there were like 15 of us then just going through porn as a group and it didn't turn into an orgy I need to clarify that I'm honestly surprised by that because I think if anyone had suggested it I would have been like yeah okay The ingredients were nearly there, not that it was intentional. It was such a weird time. Do you feel uncomfortable about that party? Here's the deal. I don't feel uncomfortable for myself and for most of the of our friends who were there, but I do think there were a couple of folks who left early because they were uncomfortable. For sure. That makes sense that some people wouldn't be into it. I I don't know where the lines are often with things like talking about pornography. So we weren't even just talking about pornography. There was so much porn in that room. That's true. There was a lot of nudity. And then we watched that DVD with Carmen Electra from the 90s. And that was real bad. It wasn't even like hot either. It was straight up like 90s mainstream white people porn. Yeah, it was not good. So anyways, there's a pandemic. Do we want to go over any like high points this week? I wanted to ask you a specific question because we're trying to be in a better mood for this recording. Because let's be honest that like the last several things we've recorded together have been like depressing as fuck. (laughs) I think my voice has been monotone the entire time. It's like my throat's tense with the stress. Is it a fun question? It's a fine question. I don't know. I don't want to set your expectations too high. Is it about horniness during the pandemic? It is not. I was going to ask you what things you've excelled at or like gotten better at during the pandemic or just like done period that you had meant to do before. Anything that you just like hadn't incorporated fully into your life and now you do because you're stuck at home. I wish there were more of these things. <laughs> I've done plenty of cleaning. I really deep cleaned the bathroom last week. We have only lived here for a few months at this point, but there was already mold on our ceiling. Ew. I know. And using yeast a lot more. Yeast that you've cultivated yourself? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from my vagina, yes. No, but I did do the proofing process, which is pretty fun. And I feel like I want to have more to tell you, but I don't. No, that's fine. I was just curious. I noticed... I noticed something earlier that I was like, oh, I didn't do this pre-quarantine. And honestly, now I can't remember what it is. But I have in, like found enjoyment in really small, random shit. So for example, Aww. we really haven't had any fresh produce in the house. I won't go to the store. I'm terrified to go to the store. So Andrew will go. But we try to like limit how often we go yeah. for obvious reasons. So we haven't just had anything fresh. And the other day, Andrew went picked up a couple things he got apples and he sliced up an apple and he was like do you want some sliced apple and fucking that was the best apple I feel like I've ever had in my whole life just like having eaten so much processed food lately it was just so good was so good was it a red apple or a green apple it was red apple it could have been like Fuji or Honeycrisp but I don't know yeah 
Oh, so that's good. so good. Yeah. I love that. That's a really nice little moment. Yeah, it, it was it was quite tasty. He also made some rosemary potatoes recently that I was just like, give me a plate of these, just like a full plate. Like, is it a full potato in the skin or is it mashed? What does that mean? Oh, just like sliced potatoes, kind of like wedges, but with rosemary on them. Or, you know, kind of like breakfast potatoes. Those sound like both kind of healthy options and they sound delicious. I'm glad you're nourishing yourself with yummy things. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm really into nourishing myself. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. (laughs) It sounded kind of like sarcastic and asshole, but also kind of like seductive. And I'm like, I don't know what to make of this. A joke that's been going on in our apartment is that we have the tiniest, tiniest little balcony that overlooks a glorious parking lot. And we have been, the weather has been nice for a few days and just eating lunch or dinner out there with a nice cold beer has been lovely. And so I really enjoyed that. And last night, there were really great thunderstorms. So we went out and we Uh, watched the thunderstorms. I love that. I love watching storms. Things didn't feel as dire this week. It's it's becoming more normal how we're living. But when you think about how the normalcy is, is a thing, does that kind of set you back? Oh, this is our new normal and that's kind of stunning. Every day felt jarring before because everything just felt so unnatural for like the emotions that I'm supposed to be going through. And Mm -hmm. that just was upsetting. I don't know. And now because I've adjusted a little bit more. Ooh, bless you. (laughs) Jesus has risen. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. (laughs) How is Andrew's hair doing? Because you've been growing out your hair and Andrew's not. So how is he coping with that? He is doing fine with it so far, but his hair is starting to grow out a little bit. I feel both great and regretful that I didn't go through the awkward phase of growing out my pixie cut into what it is now while I was in quarantine because that phase is so terrible. It's kind of like my reality. No, your hair looks cute still. It's not in a mullet phase yet. (laughs) You're right. You're right. It's not. And I am liking a lot of parts of it. And I was trying to feel out different moments of the pixie, but I will say my husband's hair is turning into a mullet. Okay. I mean, Eli had a mullet before. (laughs) Unintentional. (laughs) Is your impression of people right now they are hornier because they're isolated and bored or that they're less horny because they're stressed and experiencing existential dread honestly before i answer this i want to hear your answer because i feel like mine is like so uninteresting i think at large porn sites are definitely getting more hits I thought we could look at like Google searches. I think Google they analytics. Different though, because <laughs> Google will show you. Anyways, yeah, no, I'm I, know, nerdy I know. I know. I know. We don't own Pornhub. Yeah. Not yet. Anyway. <laughs> Watch out world. So I think people are accessing porn way more. Is it joyous and like healthy looking at porn or is it like, oh crap, I'm going to die soon. Let me just rub this one out furiously. Who's to say? <laughs> Why are you assuming that that experience is bad? My intention is to not yuck anyone's yum. So good point. Maybe that brings some sweet, sweet relief in a time of desperation. I don't know. (laughs) For me, hit or miss. Like I've been so tired. So I'm just like, oh God, I don't even want to talk to anyone or see anything, which is weird because I don't see anyone. (laughs) So that was that a non-committal answer or is that enough for you? Oh, well, I mean, you said that people are probably masturbating more, but they're not happy about it. 
Whether or not they're horny. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say yes. People are hornier right now. I don't know if I agree. I think that it probably, like most things right now, comes in waves or in general. A lot of people are probably experiencing heightened level of anxiety and depression, existential Mm -hmm. dread about the world. And I don't know if people are like feeling into that. There's a lot of concern about what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks, the next couple of months, the next several years. So certainly people are masturbating and getting it on. (laughs) I definitely think that there's going to be like a spike in chlamydia and gonorrhea after this and like a bunch of quarantine babies. I don't know. I think people are sad. I think that's fair. But we don't want to be sad today (laughs) on this episode. What are you looking forward to in the next week? My work granted all the employees a mental health Monday and so I don't have to work tomorrow. What other things am I looking forward to? I'm going to make pumpkin bread and I'm really excited to take another dance class on Tuesday. There's a sassy heels class. Are you going to be at it? I will definitely be there. What about you? I am similarly excited for dance. This past week I went to class on Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. I am so impressed by you. It felt really good and like maybe not thinking about doing it like it felt a little overwhelming but once I was in it it felt really good and I'm really glad that I did it so I am excited to have access to those things for the foreseeable future for the upcoming week and honestly not much else I will probably do some baking I'll figure it out as I go I am trying to read more so I'm excited to finish the book I'm reading right now eventually what's it called it's called lot it's by brian washington it's a bunch of stories that are set in houston there's a lot of gay themes which i love and then it centers stories about people of color it's okay so far there's not like a the threads of continuity are a little tenuous for me still but i'm not that far into it but i'm excited to get the meat of it it sounds like you're excited for a couple of things but you aren't overburdening burdening yourself with expectations which i find that i do sometimes especially with all this extra time on my hands and then i feel sad when i don't meet my own expectations so it sounds like you have a reasonable week ahead of you there will be difficult moments and then there will be difficult not so difficult moments last week like tuesday was really good because it was warm out and i got to sit out in the sun on my porch for a little while and then wednesday and thursday felt really shitty in comparison so i expect it'll be like that that's a pretty high note to end this episode on do you have any other things you want to chat about i do have one last question oh i'm ready what is the either most random thought you've had so far since you've been in quarantine or like weird hypothetical conversation you've had with yourself or Tell me about your quarantine dream. Oh, God. So last night, you and I were tweeting, live tweeting a movie because we're super cool. And one of your tweets was, I wonder what human flesh tastes tastes like. And my brain was stuck on that for a long time. And I felt really uncomfortable. (laughs) So there was that. And then I've also been thinking about having or not having kids. And the one thing that's been sticking around is having... (laughs) to confront my non-religious life because my if Eli and I do have kids we're not going to relate raise them religious and how that will really pan out at all of our family gatherings and so I've gone through a lot of funny scenarios so have you had any quarantine dreams the dreams I had last night they were heightened and I felt stressed by them and so I'm going to assume they were influenced by quarantine but they weren't necessarily like related to being stuck at home. So I had a dream last night where I was on the set of a documentary and I was a subject of the documentary because I was a prostitute. 
Is this a specific documentary that already exists, or this was like a dream documentary? Hashtag Tiger King. No, it was a dream documentary. (laughs) (laughs) But I was getting ready in a chair, like people were doing my hair. I had a really sharp bob with straight across bangs, but it was blonde. I actually think that that would be a really good look for you. Oh. This as I'm growing out my pixie, maybe consider it. Yeah. No, I could handle that. I also had this fantasy of me. Are you familiar with the Matrix movies? Not since childhood, but... Yes. But you know Trinity, the woman Mm -hmm. with cheekbones that could kill? Yeah. I feel like I might want to be here for Halloween. Yes. Can I come to Kansas City for Halloween? Should we coordinate outfits? We should, because I feel like none of our other plans this year are going to pan out. We're not going to go to Herman, Missouri. Let's plan that. (laughs) I could dress up as that actress in other shows because she's also in Jessica Jones. So I'll dress up as Oh, and she's that that (laughs) character. She's a power lesbian. Yeah, it works. Back to my dreams, that happened, but then I was also trying to save a stray dog because the pound had shut down, and I was like on this roadside trying to set up a sign for the stray dog, and then all these people from my past that I have like these weird emotional ties with, it was like a really fraught dream for me, and it felt like it lasted the entire night. So your turn, have you had any weird quarantine dreams? I have had some weird quarantine dreams. I've had a lot of just like snippets of dreams where... I am out in public and I'm like grocery shopping. In one dream, I was broke the screen on my cell phone and I had to get a new cell phone. So I had to go to the Verizon store. Shit like that. And then I'll be being normal around other people. And all of a sudden, I'll remember that we're in the middle of a pandemic. And I'll start processing the fact that I've been exposed to so many people and then just slowly descend into deep, deep anxiety. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah, they're not great. There was one really, really drawn out one, though, that felt like it lasted the entire night where I was at some kind of competition. I think it was like a drag competition. There might have been wrestling and then someone won, but it was like in this theater and then like the theater ended up being attached to my high school. There was this after party at my high school. I was in high school in the dream, so it was really normal. We were all, I don't know, it was like Riverdale. Cool, cool, cool. But then there were like all these different gangs that had set up camps in the high school and I like didn't belong to a gang. And so I was trying Mm. to get, it was almost like a video game. I was trying to get to different parts of the school, but then I'd get in trouble with one group and then the other group. And then what ended up happening, a bunch of us, everyone in the school had to go up the stairs to the third floor or something. So it was like a big crowd of people going upstairs. And the actress who plays the therapist and crazy ex-girlfriend was there. And she was my therapist. in the stream and she was just like we were walking up the stairs and we were pretty high up and she was just like oh it's really cool that your stairs in your high school are outside and I was like they're not outside and I realized that the building was collapsing around us and so Ah! I had to run out and escape a lot of people died in the dream it's very uncomfortable anyways I survived and then the high school turned into like a Walmart Kmart situation And I was part of a group of people in the Walmart. And then I was hiding from another gang. Like there was was just more gangs. And I was hiding under a couch 
in the store but then I was buying a lot of energy drinks in the end and we like watched a movie together me and the other people in the store that's peak 90s dream I think it could be made into a movie yeah <laughs> I should say imagine the gangs in it though the gangs in Waterworld I don't know what Waterworld is it's a movie that's amazing starring Kevin Costner where the world has no land and so everyone lives on ships Huh. It's from the 90s. It's actually, I don't know if it's from the 90s. I have no idea when it was made, the 80s or 90s. And it's so bad. I think that you're going to love it. Maybe we should live tweet Waterworld. 100% should. I like this is such a treat if I get to experience this movie with you for the first time. Really quickly before we sign off, is what's the status of the virus? I know that the U.S. has surpassed any other country. In deaths and infection rate? Yeah, I think both. So we're fucked, but I think Illinois is doing well. I don't really know how Missouri's doing. I don't think that y'all have a lot of cases, but I know that your state has handled it very poorly. I did attend a virtual rally this past week for tenants in Missouri to talk about the housing crisis, and it was just a really moving moment. Like, hundreds of people joined this virtual rally to talk about the state of Missouri, and our governor is just passing the buck as far as rent freezes and mortgage freezes go, and a lot of Missourians are hurting right now, but... I am very lucky that I live in Kansas City because while we do have the second highest infection rate in the state of Missouri, at least our mayor is taking the shelter in place seriously, and I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Overall, I am feeling a little bit hopeful for the United States because it does seem like we are hitting our peak and that it might start curving. I'm afraid that that's going to make us overly optimistic and we're going to go back to regular life and that's not what we need to do yet because our efforts at shelter in shelter in place are working. It'll be interesting what happens over the next couple months because it is starting to look, I mean, there's no way to know until you have that data, but it's starting to look like we're bending the curve. And unfortunately, when we try to go back to normal life, we're going to see more infections again. So I don't know right. what that's going to look like. I do want to add that one thing that was really hard about this week is that Bernie Sanders dropped out of the presidential yeah. race. And we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, that was like so fucking demoralizing. Joe Biden is such a piece of shit. And it just feels really awful to have to choose between two candidates that you hate and like the premise of that or like the motivation behind it being like you have to choose the one that doesn't put children in cages so there was a new york times article that was following up on the sexual assault allegation that's been brought to light against joe biden and the new york times used language along the lines of we followed up with this lead to investigate it basically they only found more instances of unwanted touching and words by joe biden but nothing worse and so they really weren't corroborating this one person's experience and it's disgusting that that's the best the democratic party could do i am so disappointed and joe biden is just not who we need right now can i make a bet to you right now that there's not going to be a presidential there there won't be presidential debates this next year okay i mean i don't know if i have feelings about it but let's make a bet i bet you one whiskey drink or a glass of red wine that there will not be debates because trump won't want to do it and Biden has had bad debate performances. They're going to try to get out of it. I'll take I'll take you on that. Bet made. Well, on that note, that was fun. Mm-hmm.